What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 150 of Psychotic and Iconic Policy, along with my co-host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. We need four more subscribers to get to 500. If you're not subscribed yet, you need to be one of those four people. Before we get started tonight, uh, the master Phil put together our new intro song that will be our intro moving forward as of next Tuesday. Phil, show everybody. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my so if you watch that i hope everybody likes it again shout out to just ant for the song and shout out to phil for putting together that masterpiece fire fire right. it's been too long i'm ready to put you in a body bag. Oh, man it's been a minute yo so yeah everybody that's watching right now please share this stream we need four more subs to 500 let's get there by next episode so appreciate you like guys that. tuning in and let's get started, man. Let's it's been do a it. minute. It's been All two right. weeks. 150 in his bitch, man. One fucking fifty in his bitch. Fitty. Fucking fucking P and I, dog. <laughs> the fucking goat. We're All back. Right. Let's do it. So we're gonna start off with we're gonna start off with our first ever women's basketball talk. Mm. Um, obviously the big controversy surrounding Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. Yep. Um, it was trending on Twitter about her being classless, started by Dave Portnoy. Yep. What do you think about that? Do you think it was classless or do you think it was imbalance? Uh, the only people that I think it's classless are the people that never play sports because like, it, it's a competitive game, you know, like, Oh, I get it. Like you want to keep your sportsmanship and say, Oh, good game and shit like that. But in the heat of the moment, you're, you're competing at the highest level. You're talking about a championship game. I'm getting in your face too. Like that's, that's the kind of player I am though. I, I like that spark. Like, that's just me. That's my personality. So for me, like, it's not like it's intentional or it's meant to hurt anybody. It's just in the moment, like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to point, I got a ring. Where the fuck you at? You know what I mean? Like that's the, that, but that's the competitive spirit that I have. So to me, it's really just a, a subjective opinion, but um, overall, I don't think it was classless. What do you think? Um, so I don't, I'm in between on this because part of it was like, so when Caitlin Clark did it, Caitlin Clark did it as she was walking back to her bench from the free throw line. The issue I have with Angel Reed is she got in Caitlin Clark's face and did it. Okay. So my thing is, is I played sports. I'm competitive, but just, I felt like in that moment, it didn't have to be like that. Okay. I don't mind like pointing to your finger and doing all that. I get it. Cause like you said, when you're competing and you're, you're competing at that high of a level for a national championship, I understand that emotions are running adrenaline, you know, you're, it's like a blackout. And, but I just, I, don't you she didn't have to go in her face and do it but again i don't have an issue i don't have an issue with it because as somebody that played sports and talked shit i understand it like who who cares did anybody come out and say oh was uh antoine winfield jr was he classless when he gave tyreek hill the deuces no but he got fined for it and he got okay, a, and he, he got, got a, fined for it but, but my, nobody no. called him classless nobody my, said a word about him well that just goes or who, or who he was 
people are painting are painting Angel Reese to be this classless basketball player. Did anybody say that about Antoine Winfield Jr. Well, there's doing been, that to there's been a no. million of them, but they did it about T.O. T.O., Randy Moss. They so have gotten killed your, for so, it. So we're picking and choosing our spots. Who, I guess. Who, in, who a, in a sense, criticize. yes. In a sense, yes. Because, But no, I think people still did it with Tyreek Hill and all that. It's just in the NFL, it's not allowed. I don't even know how What's-Her-Face didn't get teed up for it. No, but Angel Reese. Is, but he wasn't deemed as classless. Why, Randy Moss why, and T.O. were. Why were we... Not really. The word classless, they never really said classless. They just called them, the, they just said antics. They don't like their antics. I mean, T.O. got called out of the Hall of Fame for it. But to say classless, that's a, that, that is, that's a, that's a powerful word. Well, I don't know. I don't, yeah. And actually, to now that you're saying that, I don't know where it came from. It came from uh, Barstool, from yeah. Portnoy. I just, and then it started trending and it blew up all over. Um, Twitter, but like I know, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying I don't have an issue with what she did. It's just like I didn't think she had to go chase her down and get in her face for it. That's why people are doing it. Like when Winfield did it and Tyreek Hill and they were doing the piece, they were just running away. I kind of fuck with it though. Yes and no. Yes and no. I like it. I like it. I don't know. It just, it just shows that it's a big stage. It's competitive. It's supposed to be like that. Like, but you are supposed to show sportsmanship. Yeah, yeah. Like if she would have did it, and it wasn't, I, I but she was it. chasing her around the court to do it. But but that Ka was the problem, right? But Caitlin also has to realize, for somebody to do that to me, I must be her. Oh well, she knows that. Yeah. So like, I, I wouldn't even take. You know, she was the only one not mad. Offensive. Like there was a huge outrage. You couldn't even watch sports sports media the last two days because that's all it was talking about. And then it was going into a bunch of other shit which we don't do on here. But, um. Yeah, I, Caitlin Clark didn't say anything about it. Because, again, you know, when you're a competitor and you're playing in those games, that just comes with the territory, especially when she talks the amount of shit that she does. Because yeah. there's clips of her all over the place saying, shut up, you're down 15 points right. and all this. So so that's my point about the classless. It's like, all right, we're going to pick and choose our spots and who's classless and who ain't. Correct. See, that's corny. So, like, yeah. just just eliminate that all in general, and it is what it you're is. right, because the only other people that I could think of that actually got deemed as, like, classless like that was T.O. and Randy Moss. Let the league take it, uh, you know, take control of that. Let I the, mean, they tee up they tee up the uh, men's basketball way worse than they do that. Yeah. Men's basketball, you can't even, like, you can't show any emotion. If you dunk it and get off and scream, you and get off the rim and scream, you get a T. I'll tell you what, though. She's a baller, though. Who? Caitlin. She is. She's a hooper. She really is. I She's know. A, she pulls up from the logo. You look at her. You're like, damn. Like, and then you watch her play. You can't believe what you're seeing because she looks all innocent. She looks like I the smartest girl in class. I like the innocent. And look. she be balling. Like it's 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 actually kind of crazy. You know what? You know what's funny? I'm being dead serious when I say this. She's better than Ben Simmons. Well, yeah, uh, and scoring the basketball, absolutely. She <laughs> can shoot better. I mean, who can? I can. I mean, bro, she's got range. She pulls off from the logo. And then, all right, so now let's go off of the next part of this story yeah. before we switch to the NBA talk. So Joe Biden goes on Twitter, Dr. Joe Biden, excuse me, and says that she wants to invite both Iowa and LSU to the White House. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because that administration is all about the, the fucking soft shit. I'm like, so I, I'm not with the soft shit, bro. It, participation trophies, I never heard of that growing up. And look how I turned out. I turned out just fine. It, we have dumbed down sports to where everybody has to be uh, accepted and winning. And like, no, not just sports, there's one winner society. Right? It's either you win or you lose. The problem is, is that people don't realize you learn so much more when you lose as opposed to winning. And now that we're, we're trying to combine both 
into one and everybody gets a, a trophy is fucking weak as shit. That's why that's why <laughs> that's why our society is messed up as a whole. Yeah. Because nobody understands how to lose anymore. It's just, oh, let me feel bad. And then again, it's all about emotions. And that's what it goes into. Why in the world would you invite the losing team? And it's not even like, and she said like, oh, they played such a good game. They got smacked. No, they played a good game. They lost by 17. It, well, it was it was competitive within the game. Sure it was. That yeah, mean, one team Iowa, was up 17. Iowa was in striking distance at some point. Nikki. And then they got blown out. It was not a competitive game. I thought it was a really good game. <laughs> anyway, no, they nobody should go to the White House, though. The Only the winner. That's it. The whole participation trophy and finishing as a runner-up, that's like, I, I just, I literally don't understand that. If I really were, don't if understand you, If that. you were, if you were a Hawkeye, a lady Hawkeye, yeah, and you heard that from the VP. I would be insulted. Right? Say you got the invitation. Mm -hmm. How would you feel? Um, if, if if the rest of your teammates are going to this event, are I would, you going? I would probably do what I did with Stanton, save the date, throw it right in the trash. That's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, 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 I'm just playing. But I would, I would throw it right in the trash. Why, why would I go to that? Even if your teammates are all going? Yeah, bro. That's not because I, I, I didn't win. I didn't win the game. And that's not what that's about. I don't want a pity invite. Um, yeah, I'm with you, bro. I'm not. I, I don't want a pity invite. I'm, I'm on Broad's B list. Feel, look, I, I, but here's I'm the on thing. Broad's B list. I, I, I get it. But what I'm saying is, if all my teammates are going, I might. I don't know. That's embarrassing. It I would tell all my teammates, you guys better not go. It is embarrassing, but like if you're you, part of the team, though. Like, I don't know. That's 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 tough. I'm not going, but like, as a teammate. It hurts me to say I wouldn't be there for my team along with like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Cause I feel like it's kind of humiliating. What is to go there? Absolutely. So, like, if my team oh, is hey. going, but my, what I'm saying is if my team is all going and they're accepting the humility aspect of it, what humility aspect, bro? You lost. That's it's okay. Yeah, it's, I, I, okay. I got hey, you. I know you're going to be okay. represented as a runner up there. Yeah. That's embarrassing. But what I'm saying is if they all accept it and they all joined and say, oh, yeah, like, let's go. You know, I think it's a great it's a great opportunity. When the next time we're going to get invited to the White House, right? Next year when you win it all. Yeah, that's a great it's a great mindset. You, but, set, you set up the couch. Seniors, you there's it. seniors on that team that I'm not going to get the chance to go. You have four years before that to do it, too. I mean, I, well, it's they, just, didn't, they didn't achieve the goal. Would you rather would you rather go there and be the runner up? Why would you want to go there and be the runner up? Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is I'm such a team player that if my team is going, mm -hmm. do I show up with them? No, I'm not. I'm not. You're not? No. Yeah, I'm the same way. No I way. Can't. I can't No way. That. That's not in me to do, do that, bro. I, don't I, would be, I would be embarrassed because I, I don't – I don't believe in it. I don't believe in that. Yeah, me either. Like, I'm never going to give G a participation trophy. Well – yeah, Gianni needs to learn how to lose. Yes, he does because, because you will a, learn from a, that. A, a that's how you learn, trait, dude. Absolutely. Because if if I get a trophy every year, I lose. What makes me hungry to 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 correct for next Perfect. year? Perfect. Exactly. Like I have a goal now. I, I have I have a, I'm on a mission. If I lose a championship game, I'm on a mission in the offseason. Yeah, you I know, know that's what, I mean? what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm ready to. When go. I take G to the store, I'm like, yo, if you don't act up in here and start running around and doing all and doing all crazy shit, I'll buy you a car. Yeah. He acts normal. I get him a car. And if he doesn't, he loses. And if he doesn't, he doesn't get a car. Yeah. That, that's he, how you he teach. That's what you learn. He doesn't get a small trophy for it. Yeah, no, I'm not just going to say, yeah. oh, you can get a smaller car. Like a lollipop. Yeah, it don't work like that. All right, let's go into NBA because I'm tired Pat of Pat Walker. Welcome to the show, Pat Walker. Oh, that's my dude at work. 
It's my guy. Yeah. What's up, my man? My guy. Uh, he said, on what earth are you from that you think it's okay to have both the winner and loser to the celebration party? Interesting. Why would you do that? That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's 100%. Yeah. Yep, correct. Marcos Marte. Caitlin Clark said, only LSU should go. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> She's a winner. She is. Yeah, I like She's that. a winner. That's that's called competitive spirit right there, bro. All right, let's do this NBA. Fine. That's right. All right, so the Lakers play the Jazz tonight. They're a half game behind the five seed. Yep. Hmm, somebody told you. You told me. Where what? do you think they'll finish? Um, They'll probably finish like the seventh seed. What? Bro, I'm not high on the Lakers, bro. I don't oh. care about what you what high they on have. something. Granddaddy Pert. That's after. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but for, for that take. Why? What's wrong with that? So take? you don't think the Lakers are going anywhere? I already placed my well, features. I have, to, I have to remain my stance. I don't believe in the Lakers this year. I I I mean, you were telling me the whole all year they're going to be in the finals. They're going to win the finals. I just placed my wager. I you did. Speak about it. I just Talk did about it. The Lakers, it's the easiest money you'll ever make. The Lakers are plus 3,000 to win the NBA Finals. Plus 3,000. Would you put a couple hundred on them? I put 200. What is, what's the payout? Six grand? 6,000. Wow. And I guarantee you I'm getting odds. that. Because if LeBron and AD are healthy, no team in the West is beating them in a seven-game series. You don't fear the Jazz tonight? Come on, bro. Why do you, you always how, do this? You know how I feel about the Jazz, bro. They're all right. Yeah, but right now they're out of it and they're they not, are. they're playing for Yeah, they're down. Well, they're only down by four games with the Lakers, but they have five games re remaining, right? Yeah. But so the Lakers are probably gonna win out. So what's the Lakers schedule? Who do they got? They play the Jazz, then they play the Clippers on Wednesday, then they play the Jazz on Friday. No, they have four more games left, I think. It's Jazz, Clippers. I forget that other I one. I got you. They play the Jazz. They play the Clippers. They play the Suns. And then they play the, the Jazz. The Suns. That's it. So they only have four games left. Yeah. So they're going to be okay. three. At worst, they'll be three and one. And they're probably going to wind up being. I hope they're the sixth seed and not the fifth because I want them and the Suns to play in the in the uh, conference finals. Ooh. And they will. if they But if they finish as the fifth seed, they'll play the Suns in round one. Which, I mean, that would be awesome, too. I told you about the Suns. The Suns are going to fade. Yeah, they're... they're The sunset is coming. Yeah, because they it didn't is. have they didn't have enough time to play together, and they have no depth. Yep. Next right. year, they'll be a lot better. A lot better. A lot I better. Agree. I agree. I'm, I'm the same way. So you think the Lakers are going to finish seventh, and you there's no shot they're going to the finals? I don't think they're going to the finals, no. I think they'll make the playoffs. And what's the, the playoffs or the play-in? The play-in. This is crazy. I think they're going to be in the play-in. All right, great. I can't wait to come back to this. Now, in other news, the Mavericks. Bro, I don't follow what the trends say. I follow. I know you what should follow I what I say. Why? I've never been wrong. Yeah, you've never been wrong. All right. Never been yeah. wrong. <laughs> this, is, this dude is fucking crazy. Yes. <laughs> never been wrong. All right, let's go to the Mavericks. The pretenders. I said this two months ago after they got Kyrie. One game behind the play-in. Apparently now they're considering shutting down Luka and Kyrie for the rest of the year. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Don't do that, though, because you know damn well I was not high on the Mavericks. No, no, no. I, no, I wasn't trolling. All right. I wasn't trolling there. No, 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 no. Just making sure, because I was like, well, I never said I was high on the Mavericks. Yeah, no, 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 no. Watch your tone with me, though. But I'm just, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Hey, yo, this is episode 150, man. Anybody that's showing up right now, please share the stream. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. We be dropping heat every fucking week, so be sure to subscribe and share a friend and sh share the stream. Tell a friend to tell a friend the fuck you waiting for, cause it's P and I, baby. So, so let's get it. what do you think? 
what I think. Do you think they should shut down Luka and Kyrie and try and no. get a top 10 pick? No. I think he should just go full force and try to make a playoffs. Why it's, would you not try and make the playoffs? Why would you not try? Like, that's yeah, what I'm talking I'm about. Saying. What am I missing? <laughs> I don't know. You are one game out with four games nah, or five games left. I think that I think that report is super cap. It came I, from Shams, though. Yeah, but you, they've been wrong before. I know, but dude, Shams is legit. He's he, like the Schefter of the NBA. Yeah, I, I, I mean, but <laughs> why? <laughs> How does it make sense to me? I, I don't know. They're one game back, right? They're one game back of the play-in. So what you're telling me is you have no faith in your team to even get in, into the playing game. Not for nothing, but if they were in the play-in and they were playing... The, and why the, do you care about a, a draft pick? I mean, draft picks in, in the NBA are not equivalent to what the NFL is. If you're a quality team in contention, first-round picks in the NBA don't mean that much. <laughs> you traded all that shit for, for Kyrie. It's like, all right, if I traded for a superstar player, I am going all in to make the playoffs at that point. On the subject of Kyrie, do you think he resigns there? No, no chance. Where do you think? No shot. No chance. No. Where do you think he goes? Um, because I, I don't, uh, it's kind of early to tell, but I, I kind of feel like he's going to link up with Braun somehow. I don't see it. Somehow. I don't know how they would do that. Because my, my thing is, it's like his behavior over the last what five five <laughs> years, bro. Who the fuck is going to give him a max contract? You got to be an idiot to get him a max deal because any, any team that he went to, he, he completely, he, he, he throws gasoline and then fucking lights a match on the entire franchise. He don't care, bro. He's all about him. He really is. He I, don't care. You know where I think Kyrie's going? Where? Suns. The Suns? I think they're going to trade Chris Paul and get Kyrie. Ky what are you going to get for Chris Paul? Chris Paul's entering a fourth year deal. A vet team would take him. He would go. The Lakers would be fine. You think the Mavericks are going to take him? Who? If they traded, if they traded, if they did a sign and trade with Kyrie, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe actually, because he would actually he would be fine with Luca. Okay, so if, he would if, be actually great with Luca because Luca's a ball. Luca needs the ball. I agree with that. But the problem I'm, with the Mavericks right now is Kyrie. Well, no, Kyrie could play off of it, but they just they just didn't work. They have no defense. They can't guard for shit. They let 140 points up a game. So if you're the Mavericks, I mean, look, you gave up all this for Kyrie, and then you're gonna—it's—he's just gonna walk. Oh no, no, no. you have to. Like, they're gonna offer him. I would probably say they'll offer Kyrie a three-year max, a big three-year deal to get him to stay. You have to now. All your eggs are in that basket, and then next year you can build because there's gonna be free agents. You can do things like that. You know what I would do if I were the Mavericks? I sit down with Luca and be like, "Tell me what you want." Well, I think Tell they're gonna do that because you don't—you do not want Luca to be disgruntled at any moment, bro. I agree. You do not want him to leave. Well, that there was team. a rumor. There was a rumor that I think it was Bill Simmons said it on the ringer that he thinks Draymond and LeBron are going to end up in Dallas with Luca. That'd be crazy. LeBron in Dallas? I can't see that. Me neither. Just because the, I, I don't know. I just can't see that. I can't see him as a Maverick. Nah, he's not a Maverick. Mm -mm. He lost to them in the finals. See, I, I don't see him joining that. That hurt. That well, did. no, he loves Jason Kidd. I don't care who he loves, bro. Well, Jason Kidd's the head coach. Imagine, look, yeah, I'm sure he feels some type of way every time he looks at the Mavericks logo, though, bro. I don't think so. He, he learned, has to. He learned more from that loss than anything. That's made true. Him, it made him coming become back, the best yeah. player ever. Okay, so we're coming back full circle with the learning from the loss. It made him the best player ever. I like ever. that. It's a great tie-in. You're mm -hmm. a pro at this. I'm, I'm, I just tie it in. <laughs> yeah. The bunny years. Um, so, yeah, I think you don't think Kyrie's re-signing. I, do, I just I don't see it, man. I, I just, I really don't. Because if he doesn't resign, because, they're in deep shit. Well, look, things didn't go as as according to plan when Kyrie was there. 
I mean, look, if you're talking about sitting them down, shutting them down for the season, why, why resign them? What, what are you looking to get out of it? His name? His name is going to bring you, the fans to the stands. I get that. But that shouldn't be the end-all, be-all. If I if I traded for a guy and it didn't work out, well now I gotta look, I gotta look at the entire team now. I gotta figure out what I could do to make sure that next year we're in the playoffs. Because when I got a Luka Doncic on my team in his prime, I need to maximize that ability. Because if he if he ever wanted to to, to bounce, I'm sure he would have a hot market. Every team in the NBA. Every want. team, bro. So yeah, I, I would keep him happy. I would sit him the fuck down, and be like, look, do you want Kyrie here? If you don't. We'll have to figure out a way to, to to you know to get you surrounding cast. The thing with Luca is though he needs to get in shape. He can't play any defense because bro he's pudgy. He does look lazy a little bit too sometimes. It's like lethargic. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of like his performance in the All Star game. He was walking up and down that yeah. court like tired. Yeah, yeah. So that that sucks. But the Mavericks got a lot of shit going on this the this summer mm-hmm. for sure. For Agreed. Show. Agreed. All right. So Wiggins apparently is supposed to return to the Warriors this week. Um. If he returns, do you think they're a contender or a pretender? The Warriors? Oh, I, I always I always think the, the Warriors are going to be a contender regardless. Do you get worried them. at all about the whole thing with their road record? Because they only won like eight road games course, all year. Bro. I actually don't. No, you have to be worried about that because on, in the playoffs, you have to win on the road. I get that. But my thing is, is I trust Golden State in any situation. I get it too. Steph, yeah, but... Clay, Dre. They'll, I mean, Dre and Clay will show up. Clay's but, actually been playing awesome the last since the All-Star break. So, But... That's a bad habit, though. When you play bad on the road, it does carry through the playoffs. It does. I just, I, with the Warriors to me, like if the Warriors get Sacramento in round one, Sacramento is going to win 50 games this year. Who are you taking in that series? I'm taking the Warriors. Mm. You're not lighting the beam. Mm, I don't know, bro. Yeah, the King, <laughs> yeah, the Kings are a great story. They are, but. That's amazing. What they're they, steps. They have, dude, they haven't made the playoffs. 06. Since we were, what? We just started we were, sixth grade. Yeah. No. 2006. We started. 2006. Oh, no. That we was graduated. Freshman. We were yeah. freshmen. So we were in eighth grade. Yeah. So, and put that in perspective. We're 30 years old. 31. That's amazing. That's fucking, what, 15, 16 years? Yeah. 17 years? Mike Brown, baby. That's crazy. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, that's amazing because I like parody. I like I like not knowing teams. who's going to yeah. win. That's why it sucks so bad when KD went to the Warriors because you already knew. You already knew who was going to win. Barring injury, you knew it, dude. It was like it was like opening a book and starting on the last page. Yeah. You I already agree. knew what it you already knew what it was. It was just who, who even JR Smith said it. Mm-hmm. Who's playing for second place? Yeah. But yeah, no, going back to the original question, yes, it does concern me that they are pretty poor on the road because that would carry through the the, the playoffs. Trust me, it will. And I understand what you're saying. So we, I think what you're telling me is that the championship pedigree and the the situations, they all been there before, yada, yada, Yeah, that, yada. Outweigh, that outweighs it. everything to me, to be honest. So everything. So are, are you telling me that the, the Warriors are just lazy on the road? I don't know, to be honest. You think they just chill? Maybe. No, not right now. Right now, I would say it's like the only time where I'm kind of looking sideways because like when they lost to the Nuggets, they blew a 15 point lead. Like they need to win those games because they could fall to the play in and you don't. And, you know, the play in, dude, it's one and done. Yeah, so it's uh, it sucks. But I mean, I just don't like with the Warriors, dude, I don't get worried until they're actually until they are eliminated. I always think they have a chance. That sounds like the Patriots with Tom Brady. 
until I That's see them eliminated, exactly, until yeah. it says the other team has four wins in a seven game series. Yeah. They have a chance. That's literally exactly. And that's, I only feel that way about Steph Curry and LeBron James. Yeah. That's the, uh, well, the Warriors and LeBron. That's some elite company right there. That's it. Yeah. And Tom Brady. And now like Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is, is now on that level. I think maybe almost going back to it though. So I, I was just, I was just thinking, you know how we were talking about the, the teams coming up like this, you know, the Kings and all yep. these young stars, um, you know, in the league now, when LeBron leaves the NBA, who will be the face of the NBA? Steph. Really? Because he has the personality for it. He's good at the microphone. Well, no, actually, no. I would probably say Giannis. Yeah, I was leaning yeah, towards Giannis. I forgot about Giannis for a second, but Giannis is personable. He 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 He's classy. He represents himself well. He represents the city of Milwaukee. He's a nice guy. He's a family man. He said, you know, he always is joking about his kids and stuff and his wife on uh, his interviews. And he never, he never has off the court shit, no issues. Not that Steph Curry does, but Steph Curry's getting up there now. He's 35. Yeah. Steph so, Curry's getting yeah, a little bit you, older. Right. But I would think the face would be Giannis because right now, Giannis is the best player in the NBA. So outside of, so after Giannis, who would be the runner up? Because I agree with you on Giannis. Steph. Okay. So I, I disagree with that. Who do you have second? I got Luca, bro. He's here's the problem with Luca. He's right somebody you can I know. Root for. I know, but That's here's why. the problem with I Lu, I root for Luca. I really like yeah. Luca. Here's the problem with Luca right now. He is in his prime and is about to miss the playoffs. You can't do that. He's gonna have to wear that all summer. That's a problem, dude. You can't miss the playoffs like that, dude. Not for nothing. LeBron was getting ripped for missing for losing to the Suns two years ago or last year when they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. He got ripped. He was 37 years old. But is that an indictment on Luca though? Because I yeah. mean, he, here's the thing. Who does he have to work with? Right? Like he's got Kyrie. I get mm -hmm. it. But dude, like he, that dude's a cancer. The other dude, uh, I can't think of his him. name. Who's uh, Hardaway he's, Jr. Yeah. He was good. Hardaway Jr. is really good. All right. But when we're talking about like superstars, look at the Warriors roster. Look at the Clippers roster. Look at the Suns roster. Look at the Grizzlies roster, right? Look at them. They have at least two superstars that aren't cancers on their team that can work with. Like Kyrie, is, he, he's a superstar, but he's almost like a half star in the way that he is to the overall team. Like the character, like everything. Well, I've everything been... about everything about Kyrie Irving. It, it, it just, it doesn't, it's not appealing to me, man. Like, I, I just don't see how, how that could work out. And, you know, with, when you get, when you have a Luca on your team and you get, and you pair him with Kyrie, it's almost like it's great. It looks great on paper, but does it actually work? It doesn't work. I know. And so here's the thing. he doesn't, he, so Luca, what I'm saying is Luca doesn't really have a fair crack at it. Like he doesn't have a big man down low. He don't have somebody that can dominate. Well, it was a poorly it was a poorly built team. The team is poorly built. They, they and it all Brunson. started. They never should have got rid of Jalen Brunson. Is essentially the is like the same player right now as Kyrie Irving, bro. They're the, they're they're so similar. It's crazy. And my thing is though is with Kyrie. I've been saying this since since he left LeBron in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. When he left LeBron in Cleveland, the team the team went back to the finals and in the regular season, LeBron played all 82 and they won two less games. I think they were 55 and 27. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And then we went to Boston and they went further without him 
They went to the Eastern Conference Finals without him and got bounced in the second round with him. Right. That's just not what Kyrie's a street ball player. He's a one-on-one player. That's all he is. Kyrie, there is a reason Kyrie Irving has never done anything with any other team except when he was with LeBron. Cleveland was always in the lottery. Yep. The Celtics, I mean, like I said, they were better without him. They got better without him. The Nets, they totally imploded. The Mavericks were a 96% chance to make the playoffs and were the fourth seed at the trade deadline. They got him. They're now in 11th place and have like a 6% chance to make the playoffs. It just, it is what it is. Good stats. If, if LeBron James, if, if LeBron James never went back to Cleveland, Ky- Kyrie Irving is Kemba Walker. As he's, a, he's a better Kemba Walker. You know, it's funny that you say that is because I'm actually leaning towards Kyrie. My, I don't think he's like a superstar, bro. I've been telling he's a star. He's I not a superstar. He's a superstar. I don't think he's one of the guys you could be like, oh, well, he has it's Luke and Kyrie. Like that's the big, you know, uh two-headed monster. Like, I don't look at it as a two-headed monster. I think Ky- I don't. He, it's finally come to the realization. I really don't. It's been it's finally come to the realization. Kyrie Irving is a Robin. He's not Batman. It's been proven time and time again. You can win with Kyrie Irving as your number two option. You can't win with him as your number one option. Right. And but Luca is a number one option. And Luca's a number one. Right. I mean, Luca, like I said, there are things that Luca uh, Luca's only like 24 years old, I think. But He's there are things that Luca does need. Like he needs to just learn to play more team-oriented basketball. He's a beast. Because he's so ball dominant. I love him. But so do I. I'm a big fan of Luca. Yeah. I I think. If he had like an Anthony Davis on his team that was healthy or a big man like Embiid, they would be scary, bro. Yeah. Well, it would be, I, he would be good with Embiid. It would still be a hard fit. There. If they I'm both Embiid, need the ball. If I'm Embiid and I don't want to be in Philly anymore, that would be the place I go to is, is Dallas. It would be a hard fit. Uh, because they both, because here's Luca needs the ball and so does Embiid. Embiid needs the ball. Yeah, I know he needs the ball, but I feel like he, he wouldn't be around the perimeter as much. Like I feel probably like, yeah he would just be able to get in there and dominate right exactly. I mean I do yeah facts but yeah. <laughs> all right, on the subject of Embiid who do you think's gonna the MV uh the MVP finals are um Jesus Christ the MVP odds were listed Embiid's first Giannis is now second and Jokic is third because he got hurt mm. who do you think's gonna win it Wow um I actually think this year Embiid's gonna win. I really do because I feel like he's got to win tonight. Or, or I feel like the rumblings are, are 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 out there a lot more this year than they were last year. Well, all the team, all the players are like, campaigning for him. Right, Draymond is Steph, 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 yeah, Steph, Steph is, is. Yep. You know, so I mean, look, he does. He deserve. He should have won it last year. But that matters though because the NBA is a fraternity. So when Absolutely. you have like leaders like Steph and Draymond. You know nothing like Draymond. Things, yeah, like when they're saying shit like this. I think the, the the NBA voters take that into account. They have to because they play. They, they compete against each other. They know. They, they, they see it firsthand. It's not just these fucking weird-ass analytics behind closed doors. Well, I don't think any of the players actually like analytics. Yeah. I, don't, I really I, don't, I don't because so they don't tell the whole story. So why do coaches? Honestly, I don't know because it ruins sports. See, that's where I'm conflicted because it's like, all right, so the players don't believe in this in the analytics, but the coaches do. Yeah. But you're supposed to believe in your coach to put you in the best position. If he thinks analytically that's that's where you have to be, yeah, and you disagree with it, there's the clash. Well, LeBron even spoke out on it before where he's like, This is like, I don't care about um analytics. Give me somebody that with the game on the line, give me somebody to go can go get a bucket. Sure. 
So it's like that's that's what you need. I mean, think of it. When was it game five of the World Series when Nola was pitching and he was in the sixth inning and and Rob Thompson pulled him? And we were all saying, like, why would you pull him already? No, I was, and it was, something I was like, at game five. And it was like something righty. And it was about the batters that were coming up, like righty or lefty. It was a total analytics move. And then the guy got rang up. I can't think. Of, maybe it was in the NLCS. I forget. But he did something along those lines. And he mm-hmm. pulled him an inning early because of the way the, the lefties were coming up or something. And it's like, he's a fucking professional pitcher. Well, I, look, let him pitch. Yeah, I, I disagree with that part because, look, it that's that's based off matchups, right? Like, I want a left-handed pitcher to throw against a left-handed batter. That's just... No, I get that. but the edge. But here's the thing. When Aaron, the way when the you, ball comes in, you know... I, I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying, when you have your ace up there, it's the big leagues. I want Aaron Nola pitching before I want Alvarado. Right, but you're also going against big league hitters. I get that, That's but, the difference, though. So you would trust Alvarado over... Absolutely. Alvarado throws 100 miles an hour, bro. I don't know. Bro. He's a little wild. He's a little inconsistent. In but you're in the World control, Series, bro. That's where you like earn him. your money. I, I like Alvarado. I know, but for one batter or two batters, sure. that, that makes sense to me. I, I don't see, mind. It those doesn't moves, bro. see that that drives me crazy because it's like that's your ace. That's your number one or number two pitcher. Let him pitch. Let him do his job. But does it work out all the time? No, it doesn't. But I think it is the right move based on the matchup. You're playing matchup based when you play deep in the playoffs like that. That is matchup. But, based. Nick, if you're in the fourth or fifth inning and Nola is at 60 pitches, why would you take him out? You're, oh, you're ruining different. the innings after that. Well, that wouldn't happen. If he's at 60, 60 pitches and he only gave up maybe a, a run or two, I don't think he's they're, they're, they're doing I got to figure out that's where that usually, was. That's usually, that usually happens around the, I would say, the sixth inning. Maybe the fifth, depending on how his. I think his it was the going. fifth inning. I have to find out where it depends it was. on how his starts going. If he's getting rocked and he's 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 they're they're actually getting contact on him and they're hitting him and you know coaches see a lot more than we do, right? They they you know uh, the players overall reaction to things like he could have a bad day and the coaches know that and they're like, all right, let's pull him now so we can save him for later down yeah. the road and let's get our lefty in there against their lefties because that's the matchup that we're gonna play. I love Rain. I love Suarez. The Ranger. Suarez, yeah, yeah, no, he's he's cool, calm, and collected. That's a that's yeah, you know, he, he's him. Yeah, and especially in the big stages last year in the Warts, in he was the just World calm. Series, he was calm. I was like, damn, dude, like you you wouldn't think they were they were playing the World Series. I know it was amazing. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a cool cat. Last NBA topic before we go to uh, NFL. So Sixers versus Celtics tonight play. Do you think this is a must win for the Sixers? They're currently winning 28-22 in the second quarter. A must win for the Sixers. Yeah. Psychologically, yes. Okay. I was um, I, I was gonna say that because psychologically, you know yes, because I, I I feel like Boston owns us. We're 0 3 against them this year. They own us. So like, yeah, I, I think this is a big game for them psychologically. And I think the Sixers are gonna win tonight. I hope they win tonight. I think they will win tonight. Um, but yeah, no, it is a must win. And they're home. Because it's all psych you like you yeah. said, it's all psychological. Yeah, it is. Because they're gonna play them in the second round. They and if we win. go out in the second round again and it's Boston, like, I just give up. I don't know what to say anymore. At that point, I would, too. Like, that would be the worst thing imaginable, to lose in the second round again and to lose to Boston again. But I don't think they will. I don't think so either. Oh, I think we got to do our NBA tonight. brackets, by the way. Yeah, we will. We're going to be dropping NBA brackets, so be on the right. lookout for that. Um, we're going to get our picks for the I think NBA the, finals. The play-in starts next Thursday. Play. Oh, I think it starts it's the 12th. Lit. And then, or Wednesday, I think it starts to and then the playoffs start on like the 16th or the 15th. All right, let's go to NFL. 
Actually, no, it's, it's one more question for you. Cause like you looked at the odds for the NBA future. We just talked about the, our brackets or whatever coming out. What, what was another team that stuck out to you in terms of odds to win the NBA title that you're like, wow, I, I if I put a bean on them, I, I actually like my chances. The Warriors. What, what was the, what was a the thousand? Money? Okay. Plus a thousand. Yeah. But here's the, the, here's the thing. I was actually thinking about putting like 50 bucks on them, but the problem was, is that, and then I just doubled down on the Lakers. Honestly, the God, I might put more. So, I might go in and put another hundred or two on there because so the West is winning it for you. Yeah. I think, uh, because I'm just going odds based. That's a little sneak peek for uh Paul's bracket. The yeah. West is winning it all. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, 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 no. If only if the Lakers get there. Okay. If the Lakers get there, they're not losing. They're just not. And I just, the thing with the, with them is, is again, they will, no matter who they play, they have the two best players in that series, East or West. You better hope they don't lose, bro. They're not losing. Better hope, bro. Just, I just made a smooth 6,000. I just got to wait till the first or second week of June to collect. I'm going to bring it right on here and put it right here. That would be fire. That would be fucking fantastic. I think I'm going to do it. Clip it up. Clip up this episode. Show the cash. Cold, hard cash. From your winning from the Lakers winning NBA title. Yeah, and then I'll just pay off my credit card and it'll be nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Or I'll probably you know what? I could probably take that six grand and go to the go to ShopRite and get like a dozen of eggs, some cream cheese, and a gallon of milk and spend it all. Yeah, fifteen hundred right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to NFL. It's horrible right now. It's so dead, dude. I hate this. Uh yeah, I know. It'll pick up. It's the worst. Um, so apparently the Texans aren't dead set on drafting a quarterback at number two. <laughs> garbage well, franchises do garbage things yeah when i read this headline i couldn't believe it but then i thought about it i'm like are they trying to get somebody to bait and take their spot are they trying to sell the spot no because they don't actually like anybody that's in the top four that they well maybe I don't, I don't because maybe if they love bryce young but they know carolina's taking bryce young so they're trying to move Right. That actually could work. I didn't think about that. It's there, there's they know something. That's that's there is no way in hell the Texans are going into this draft and saying we're not getting a quarterback. They're not rocking with Davis Mills. There's no way, bro. There is no way. You, you can't. You can't. If I'm the head coach of a Houston, Texas, and this is my first year, I want to fucking build this thing from scratch. I want to have my own quarterback. I want to have my own system. I want to have my own team. I don't want to deal with this shit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bringing in a, a bridge quarterback. I'm starting my rookie quarterback, and then we build from there. That's how you do it. A new coach should draft his new quarterback. You got your left but, tackle. You got. You got Tunsil. You signed him for for the max deal. If you don't actually believe in Stroud or Levis or Richardson, don't take them. I, I agree with that. If you don't actually believe in them as a player, then no, don't take them. But who do you get? Do you go get Mac Jones? Do you? Get, I don't know. There's a guy out there with 45 wins and 16 losses. He could probably help the Texans. Yeah, but I don't think he would go to the Texans anyway. He has no say. Well, no, he would have a say. No, he wouldn't. You don't uh, think well, so? if if I they offer him 230 that. million, he's signing. Maybe. You know, I'm just I, I don't think they would do that, but I'm just saying, if they offered him that, he's signing with the Texans. Now that you brought up Mac Jones, the wheels got turned for me because. Their GM, Nick Casero, used to be with the used to be with New Patriots. England, and I could see something going on. I 100 percent could. Bill Belichick has a great relationship with that organization, and probably they do Demico a lot of trades together too. Yeah, so I 100 percent think Mac I can. I can. I could see that. 
even though I just that was one of our topics in ten. That's all right. But That's all right. We'll, we'll we'll yeah. We'll just rock with it. Yeah. No, I think Mac Jones to the Texans makes a lot of sense. That would be something. That would be something. Yeah. So I mean, it sucks. What was the report? Have... Let's 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 talk about. Let's 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 go to Mac Jones. All right. The report was is that Bill Belichick was shopping him this this offseason so yep. far, and it was the Commanders, the Raiders, the Bucks, and one other team. Um. Commander, uh, Commanders, Raiders, Bucks, and one other team. I forget who it was. Um, you know, you know where else I, they wouldn't trade him in division. But if Aaron Rodgers fall through, I think the Jets. The Jets. I think he would be good on the Jets. Yeah, but I, the, the the Patriots wouldn't trade. No, him no, that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't trade him in division. But I think he's a stable. He's stable enough for them. I don't think Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is mid, but I don't think Mac Jones is ass. <laughs> to me, mid, mid and ass are the same yeah. thing. If you smoke, no. a, 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 if you smoke mid, yeah, you're smoking. It's all right. It's ass. Yeah, it's garbage. Here's the problem now. <laughs> it's not the same. Whoa. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's my problem though with Mac. I don't know. His rookie year was good. His yeah. second year was terrible, but it wasn't his fault, dude. That was Bill Belichick. It was all Belichick. Okay, so what doesn't make any sense to me is that apparently Bill Belichick was pissed about Mac Jones going to Alabama coaches about the frustration with the offense and trying to get help in terms of, okay, how do we progress as an offense? He was going to Alabama coaches. Well, when you hire Joe fucking Judge, wouldn't you do that? I totally agree with you. But what's so ironic about this, and now they're still having some issues, is that the Patriots got Bill O'Brien, who was on the Alabama About, staff. Yeah, dude, that's so crazy. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, he was communicating it with Bill O'Brien. If he's communicating with Bill O'Brien, what's the big deal? You it just hired Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. It literally doesn't. It does not make any sense. I even, dude, I didn't even put that. So I'm trying to figure out if is this report legit. I just think that Mac Jones and Bill Belichick have an issue. I don't think Bill likes Mac, and I think it has to do with Tom Brady had to fight like. He was a competitor, but it was all it was never directed at Bill. And I feel like Mac Jones was taking his frustrations out on Bill and the coaching staff. Like you really only saw McDaniels and Brady get into it. But then other than that, Brady was yelling at the linemen and stuff like that. But he had the pedigree. But with Mac Jones, like yeah. I understand the frustration. You hired dopes. Yeah. You hired yeah. dopes, dude. Like yeah. you hired Matt Patricia. Yeah. He's trash. Joe Judge, he's trash. You just saw what Joe Judge did in New York. He's a linebacker or a special team coach. Why is he coaching the quarterbacks? I totally agree. Like, not for nothing. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones was horrible with Joe Judds. He was horrible. He looked all right with Brian Dable. He was still mid, but he's not an offensive coach, though. He's more of a special teams guy. That's what I'm saying. They set Matt Jones up to fail. And Matt Patricia was the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Like he he got hired with Detroit to bring in the culture of defensive. And he was trash. And he was garbage. And they got rid of him. And the guy they fired him for, Jim Caldwell, won nine games and made the playoffs. Okay. So what the fuck is going on? Because I am very, very confused about this. Because the Patriots have completely, they have no vision, no plan, and have completely unraveled in ways that... I don't think people understand the stability that Tom Brady brings to a locker room. Because if you didn't understand it now, it's on full display. You know what's crazy is that I feel like Brady's getting a lot of credit right now, and he's he's not doing anything, and he's chilling. But he's everybody the, sees he's it, chilling, dude. and he's like, "Oh shit! Oh, Brady was the guy." Asante Samuel came out, was like, "I told, told Lamar, you. told Lamar not to go there." Bill yeah. Belichick's record is awful without Tom Brady. Awful. What he's, is it? He's a what five hundred coach under. 
even though I, I still believe Bill Belichick is the GOAT. It's hard. I, I, I think do, I bro. legitimately think it's a question, dude. I really do because the success without Tom Brady, dude, is is if he mess if he misses the playoffs this year, he's probably gonna get fired. But <laughs> I, I think the most underrated thing is you know what okay, that's called? That he's fate. Not no, it's called karma and they fate. Would never fire Bill karma Belichick. and fate. You Why think, not? You think the Patriots would fire Bill Belichick if they missed the playoffs this year? Bro, he delivered six Super Bowls. Did he? Absolutely. He's part uh, of it. He's part of the coach. He could have delivered eight, but he decided to bench Malcolm Butler against the Eagles. That's true. That's true. That's also a good point. But he went to nine Super Bowls. That's got to count for something. Tom Brady also, if you look at the teams that he's built, though, with defensively, it's it's a mass, it's a it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece, bro. Like he 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 didn't sign key defensive free agents that they had. They went to other teams, they came back and became the same player, a la Jamie Collins. Awesome. He's he's he was coached by Bill Belichick. He left Bill Belichick and was dog shit. Right? <laughs> he came back to the Patriots and they went back to the bowl, bro. Like that's good coaching. He put he's Bill Belichick puts his players in the best position to succeed. I couldn't tell. Whether it's that you're talking you're speaking offensively. I'm talking yeah. about defensively. He's a master. Oh, player. no, no. I, I understand. That. I get that. But that's who he is. I understand. You know what that. I mean? I think this year was more of an experiment with the whole Joe Judge being the offensive, you know, guru and then uh, Matt Patricia being the offensive coordinator, like shit like that. Like I feel like, but bro, you just stunted a quarterback's growth and yeah. your organization's growth by thinking by thinking you can just do shit like that. That could happen to a better guy. That's the ego and arrogance, but that becomes that, that, choices. But that's the price of being great. It's choices. You, you take risks because if it worked out, everybody's like, "Holy shit, man!" Bill Belichick, dude, he won with an offensive coordinator. That was, you know, a previous defensive coordinator. And now like, that's the genius. And now they're saying, yo, Bill Belichick might not be him. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Every single every single team outside of probably Kansas City would take Bill Belichick as their head coach. And it's not even I a don't question. Think so. That's fucking crazy, bro. I don't think so. That is fucking insane. Why? Bro, what? I wouldn't take him over Sean McVay. What? Nope. You Sean McVay got out outboxed in the Super Bowl by Mr. Belichick. By Tom Brady. He scored three points. It was Tom Brady. But it was also a defensive mastermind from, it, from it, Belichick. It wasn't. I'm he not saying three that. points against a high-powered offense in the Rams. Three points. Bro. That's a defensive master class. All of his... That wasn't I, just Brady. That was that dude, was, that it, was Belichick, really. Well, everybody tells me Jared Goff blows, and it was Jared Goff and a, and a coach whose first time it was in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, he had the upper hand and advantage. He's been there eight times or however long it was, nine times. But my thing is, is when you look at the resume, his resume is not good without Tom Brady. It's not. But if you look at what he does and brings to a team, yes, it, 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 I would 100% take Belichick over anybody, bro. I wouldn't do that. I, I think you're fucking – show me that. You would honestly take – you are an owner of a team. You have the ability to, to get Bill Belichick or Sean McVay. You're going to take – Sean McVay over Bill Belichick. Yeah, because the league is crazy, the bro. league is offensive now. No shot. Give bro. me the offensive mastermind over the defensive mastermind no any day of the week. No way. I rather I rather take the defensive mastermind and then build the offense up so that I can. What, what do you mean? Why are you looking at me like I'm? Crazy, Why would you bro? take the defensive mastermind in a, in a in a league in a league that's not allowing you to play defense? Matt Eberflus no. was hired by Chicago. They're trash. You don't want a defensive guy because it, since it's offensive driven, you want somebody to combat that. Would you take Sh Kyle Shanahan or would you take Bill Belichick? I'm taking Bill Belichick. I'm taking Kyle Shanahan. And Kyle Shanahan has never won a Super Bowl. He hasn't. He's choking every single. He one. hasn't. But he also never had Tom Brady, and he's got he got there with Matt Ryan. Don't care. He got there with Matt I don't Ryan. Care. And it was and Matt Brady Ryan just was, in a championship. Matt game. Ryan was the MVP that year. And who was coaching him? Who who won the game? 
Well, Tom Brady came back from a defensive collapse. <laughs> yeah. But Matt Ryan was whooping his ass the whole beginning of it. And lost. So, yeah. Tom you, Brady came back. But Belichick won. That's my point. No, Tom Brady won. I, you're making, how am I fighting for Tom Brady right now and you're discrediting him? I'm not discrediting Tom Brady. You're discrediting Bill Belichick, which is fucking insane. I don't know bro. how you don't. I'm looking, I'm looking at I'm looking at it for what it is at face value. And I'm saying when he doesn't have Tom Brady, he he's a, he looks a little shaky. All right. This 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 conversation is literally I'm talking to somebody who's a prisoner of the moment. No, I'm not being a prisoner you of the moment. 100% are. If you knew Belichick's resume and his whole career, ain't no way in hell you are telling me face to face you would take Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay today, right now, Bill fucking Belichick. Right now, you are absolutely no. I'm out not. Of your head. You are smoking mid, fam. Not yet. Yeah, the fuck you are. No, no I'm not. not. Well, they better take that shit back and refund no, my, no. my, my money. <laughs> I'll Venmo you. Yo, listen to me. Listen to me. Why is his record so bad without Tom Brady? I'm I'm genuinely asking that. Why does his why is he 10 games under 500 without Tom Brady? Every coach that coached Tom Brady would be under 500. Tom Brady is a different player. I, I don't I don't I don't know. I, I, if it, it makes Andy Reid had Donovan McNabb and he's had Patrick Mahomes and he's been to 10 AFC title games and four Super Bowls and he's won and he's got four Super Bowls. Great players. Okay. Kyle Shanahan is winning without a legendary quarterback. Sean McVay won without with two non-legendary quarterbacks. You weren't talking about Andy Reid like this when he left Philadelphia. Why? Because he never got it done. Who? You. I never, ever, ever, ever talked about Andy Reid like that. Nobody did. I'm talking about like Andy Reid being one of the top coaches but, in the NFL. But history. Nick, he had success. Bill Belichick had, success, had zero he success. He never won the get the big game. And he that didn't. But he got there and he got to five AFC title games. Bill Belichick hasn't sniffed any of that without Tom Brady. He went to the playoffs with Mac Jones. That's got to count for something. And he fell right well, off the next year. Well, yeah, because of of his and he got his blown the fuck out in that game. What's blown out in that game against against Joshua Allen. Okay, well, blown out because the league is not designed for defensive minded head coaches anymore. It's all about offense. I why really do you think? Disagree, bro. Why do you think Sean McDermott is going to struggle with Josh Allen? I really disagree with that. Bro. I don't think Josh Allen and Sean McDermott ever win a title. Well, you need defense. You do need a defense, but the offensive side of the ball is more important right now. I mean, that's how the Eagles were successful this year, too. All I mean, offense. They were, it was offense and defense. Their defense was number one. Their defense can score. But, Nick, so the 49ers are the perfect example. When they played the Eagles, their defense was the same defense, and they got carved up by the best offense in the league. Their offense couldn't do anything. They had no offense. Now, granted, I know they were on their backup quarterbacks, but I'm just saying you need – offense is more important right now than defense in football. Well, I think San Fran. Outside. They don't allow you to play defense. You can't lay to wood anymore. You can't hit like that. I get it, but you could put your players in the best position to succeed. Absolutely. That's why I would take Bill Belichick over Here, anybody. Here's a better he example. Could do it better than anybody. Look at the Cowboys. That defense was great this year. And what happened, dude? Inconsistent quarterback play didn't let them go further. Do you know who Marquise Flowers is? Yes. Who's that? Go ahead. I don't know. He's an outside linebacker. I remember. I, yeah, I remember. I remember Marquis Flowers. With, yeah, I knew. I knew it was the Patriots. Previously, before he was signed with the Patriots, you know what he was doing? Special teams. Okay. He, he was on the starting defensive team in the Super Bowl and won a ring. Okay. That is coaching to a degree, bro. He found somebody with skill sets on special teams on another team and said, if I get him on my team, I could plug him here. He could fit this role. 
and he could be successful at it. And he was. I mean, Nick, I mean, if you're going to go that, I could go right to Mike Shanahan because Shannon Sharp came out of Savannah State and was on special teams. He's finished with three rings and is widely regarded as a top five tight end ever. That's amazing. And Bill okay, Belichick yeah. also find Tom Brady. I understand that, but that, but that's what I'm saying. And <laughs> yeah. outside of Tom Brady, though, his drafts have been horrible and kill Harry and shit like that. He can't, they can't pick wide receivers. It's the weirdest. But thing. I'm just, I know I agree that's, with you. but that's, I don't know what's. That's a whole different yeah. argument. I'm just saying, I think I'm a little bit. It's it's sketchy when I look at Belichick's record without Brady. It is. I'm not being a prisoner of the moment. I'm calling it for what it is because I'm not saying that Bill Belichick blows. I'm just saying his record without Tom Brady is really bad, like really bad. But I also feel like any coach that leaves Tom Brady, is going to take a, it's it's going to be, but it's Nick, take a dip. No, even before that, before Tom Brady, he was horrible. When well, he got fired from Cleveland, he made the playoffs with Cleveland, and then he got fired. Yeah, but he made the playoffs. He, it I think his like, first year, and then his second year, he knows it was a nosedive. Right. Yeah, like I mean, look, I don't know. Asante Samuel said it has nothing to do with Bill Belichick either. So I'm not that crazy because Asante Samuel's the man. Asante Samuel said the same thing. It's Tom. It's Tom. It's Tom. It's not Bill. That's I, look. I, I get it, but I'm I'm not going to go that route. I think Bill Belichick is the goat in my opinion. I, I I've seen him pick up players that just don't have any fucking reason to be out there, and they're successful at Obviously, it. like yes. it's just. The Malcolm Butlers of the world. They're like, he wasn't even a starting defensive player in that Super Bowl. Yeah, but he got subbed in there for a specific reason. They practiced that play. But I don't, but here's the thing, dude. I don't give Bill Belichick credit for that. Why? Malcolm Butler made a good play. He made a good break on the ball. It was instinct. But he was also undrafted and put his team in the best position. They actually practiced that play in the, during the week of the Super Bowl. Because they were watching film, Nick. Correct. And not, not for nothing, but who has more scandals than Bill Belichick? But that's a good coach. A but good who has coach more is scandals? Say, okay, what's your, what's your strength? I take away your strength, and I make you play to your other And you know what other, else And you know what else hand. that coach does? Yo, give me your binoculars and take my video cam and go stand in the stands and record that practice for me. Okay. Because that's then, a very real thing. And I'm not even shading or trolling there. That's a very real thing. Okay, so then explain the success from past 2005 um, until 2019. Explain that, Tom Brady. All right, if but so, and a, and a, and it, the weakest division no, of all I am time. The biggest Tom Brady. No, fan I know of that. Time. But I'm saying but I am not going to sit here and deny Bill Belichick's greatness. I would never do that. Not, I know what he does, bro. He is the best coach. I know I've ever he's seen. a mastermind, and I'm not. I'm not disputing that. Andy Reid's up there too, though. Andy Reid is up there. Yes, absolutely. I got to. Andy Reid has has had the same success in two different players with two totally different quarterbacks. Like, what else is it? I mean, he Andy Reid had success with Jeff Garcia, Kevin Cobb, A.J. Feely. He rebuilt Michael Vick. I, so when I see all that, and I'm just like, okay, when I look at when I look at the stuff with Belichick in his early years, fucking ridden by scandals. Then in 2014, it was deflategating, or 2000, uh, whatever year that was. I, I, There's so many I forget. But I'm just saying, right now, Bill Belichick don't have it anymore. That's insane, bro. He don't have it anymore. That is fucking insane. He doesn't have it anymore, dude. Do you really believe that? I absolutely 1,000% believe that, and it'll be proven right when he when they miss the playoffs again. They bro. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and I'm not discrediting them, but you guys have to understand, and this is a real thing too, aside from the Spygate shit, that division was garbage his entire career. His entire career, that division was under 500. Like, you're, you're, you're getting eight wins a year 
from beating up on bad on three bad teams. And what did coach? What did good coaches do? They beat up on bad no, teams. No, I know, I know. I'm, That's I, the I know. I understand that. And I, again, I'm not trying to take. I'm not trying to take away from it. But I'm just saying, when you look at the optics, that stuff really does matter when you're evaluating that. It does, dude. It does. I don't know. I, and Bill Belichick and the Patriots right now have the worst quarterback in their division and are the worst team in that division. So if he misses the playoffs, that's his fault? Absolutely. You built that team and you built that coaching staff. When is he going to take responsibility? Last year, staff, yeah, I agree last year was his fault. Staff, yeah. Mac, if Mac Jones comes in and he struggles early, Bill Belichick's fault because you set him up to fail in his second year where instead of trying to take a leap and getting good pieces around them, you, you solve your wide receiver issue. You cut Nelson Aguilar and sign Juju Smith. Bro, what are you doing? That that was questionable for me too. And they signed him. It's like the difference between a green banana and an and, and a brown banana. It's the same shit. It was what, three years, thirty one million. Thirty three million. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Come to on, me. bro. What are you doing? Well, it goes back to I think. Let's talk about the next topic. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins here. Let's move okay. on. Okay. So DeAndre Hopkins apparently was supposed to be released. Uh, uh, the Cardinals are thinking about releasing him because nobody will meet their asking price and they can't pay him. Right. Basically, um, if they release that. Uh, what poor management uh, the Cardinals are to release a player like DeAndre Hopkins. He is, he's still a top 10 receiver in the league. Wow. Top 10. I don't know. I would have him around the 10 spot, but absolutely. Dude, you saw what happened when he came back. I love D hop. I still think DeAndre Hopkins is is towards the back end of the top 10. I really do. Cause I think I, when he came back, look at his numbers last year and he Yo. missed six games or no seven games. Yeah. His numbers were nuts. He had what? 865 yards in eight games. Let's let's go through the stats real quick. Right. He had 64 catches, 717 yards and three touchdowns. And he missed seven games. <laughs> How many targets did he have? He had like a hundred and something targets, 96 targets because Kyler Murray knew what was up a hundred targets. Yeah. Well, Kyler Murray, then he didn't play all those games. Did he? Uh, he, he was out for a little bit. He was, he, yeah, he was there for a few and then he got hurt. 96 himself. targets in fucking a half a season. Nine games. That's that's 10 targets a game. That's fucking insane. DeAndre Hopkins didn't slip. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I love D Hop. So, where I think he's going in is I think he's going to go to New England. I do. I think he's going to go to the Colts. See, I think the, the Juju Smith Schuster. Signing makes sense to me now because I think there was a lot of I, I think the Patriots were involved in some trade. If talks. they go to the Patriots, if he goes to the Patriots, good for them. That's great because Juju can operate next to him. No doubt about it. And they would be really good. Absolutely. Right. I mean, because they lost Jacoby Myers. That's a big loss. Uh, yeah, I was actually I'm actually a big fan of Jacoby he's Myers. Really I think Jacoby Myers could play. And I think really he's gonna have good. a uh, pretty good year in Oakland. He's really good. He's a he's a he's a good he's a good a good receiver. Yeah. So I think they need to replace him. So they replace him with Juju. Right. And then if they get D hop, I like it. I really do. Absolutely. Cause I think uh what's his face is gonna be a stud this year. Uh Ramon J. Stevenson. Oh yeah. I love great. him this year. And if you have Juju and you have D hop on the outside, especially with Damian Harris going to Buffalo, now they opens up a lot of opportunities for Steve. I think Damian Damian Harris is actually a good fantasy pick this year. Me too. I love him in Buffalo. I always love Damian Harris. Yeah, but he's no, deep. I think Ramon J. Stevenson is gonna be awesome this year. So where do you think D hop's going? Because I think he's gonna go to New England. I'm going to say the Colts. Oh, the runner up for me is going to be the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to do everything they can to entice Lamar Jackson. The, the Raven, he would be great on the Ravens too. Yeah. He would be great. on. I the could Ravens. see that. But if they go there and now apparently they offered OBJ 
a deal. I but my thing Jets. Is, now OBJ would be great if he was next to D hop because OBJ is not a one anymore. Mm-hmm. He's an okay too. So my thing is, if you have D hop and you have uh, OBJ and you bring Lamar back, then you'll see what's up with Lamar. Cause at that point you have two legitimate wide receivers that can play and they can catch and things like that. But my thing is you're going to pay two wide receivers and your quarterback's not going to be paid. Like, I don't even understand why no wide receiver is going to go there. You, Cause you're not going to go there and play with Tyler Huntley. It's uncertainty. You don't know. You have you no what's idea what's on. coming. You the have only no way idea. You would go there is if you had communication with Lamar Jackson and say, Hey bro, I'm, you know, I think we're, I think I'm getting traded to Baltimore. Are you, are you on, are you on this train? I absolutely think they're going to be talking to him. Absolutely. Like, yeah, what's to. going on? You yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes OBJ without has to have some talks with with the with yeah. Lamar. I would love opinion. for Lamar to get either one of those guys. I well, no, actually, if it's OBJ alone, I don't think it really helps them that much. I mean, it's a better, I mean, he's better than you know Devin Duvernay or whatever the other guy, Robbins, Demarcus. No, Robinson. uh Bateman. Bateman. Oh, I forgot about Bateman. Yeah, but yeah, no, he would be all right over there. You want Bateman in your ass yes, or Kirk, Kirk down your throat? That's the best line. That's there. the best ever. Um, but no, I don't think OBJ is not a one, and he shouldn't be paid as a one. So. He's definitely not a one. Fifteen million, fifteen million a year is fucking wild. If if anybody plays, if anybody plays pays OBJ fifteen million dollars a year, that team's not making the playoffs. Yeah, why is Still. it? Why is it so so high for him? I don't know. That's just him. Because he lost Juju got three years, 31. I know Juju's not in, in, in OBJ or two different players, but he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Got to count for something. This guy sat out all year. He was, he's, he's making more money than me. I just won a Super Bowl. I contributed to winning. In that game. Super Bowl. He was big in the second half. He was great. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to episode 150. I'm passing it off to Theories, and we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Please, everybody spread the word. We need four more subs to get to 500. We want to get that by next episode. So please help us by doing that, by sharing our episode. We would appreciate it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at PI, baby. Psychotic.